For all of Gabriel's show dates and ticket links go to gabrielrutledge.com. Or don't. If you would like to support this podcast by subscribing for $5 a month, click the Substack link in the episode notes. You won't get any extra episodes, but Gabriel will think warm thoughts about you. And now it's time for the drive home with Gabriel Rutledge. Play the royalty-free hip-hop music. Now here's your host, Gabriel. Wednesday night, I'm driving home from Maynard's in Silverdale, Washington. Perfectly adequate show at Maynard's in Silverdale, Washington. I'm sitting next to a uh, chocolate donut with sprinkles that uh, they asked me if I wanted to take home. And at first I said no. And then I said, well, I'll take it home for my girls in the morning. Uh, but you know what? I got an hour and two minutes until I get home. And I'm just staring at this chocolate donut. Actually, I haven't opened the box. I don't want to see how good it looks. So we'll see if that donut's uh, for my girls in the morning. This was kind of, this was a kind of a, a surprise show tonight because I don't know three or four days ago I got an email from the booker that was like hey I confirmed you for this show next Wednesday right and I was like no and he's like oh I got stuck in my outbox but it's funny how the human brain works first of all I'm trying to do when I'm home. I'm trying to only do three localist shows a week at most. This one makes four. This one that got added on, so that's not great. But it's funny because, like, in my head, it's extra, right? I wasn't planning on doing this. It's extra. I mean, I kind of need to do it because I just paid a bunch more money for my stupid cat, Buddy, who got the sniffles and a fever. since if you call a vet and you go, hey, can I bring my cat in? They go, well, it'll be 10 days. And I'm like, he's clearly burning up. I can't wait. Actually, it was like two weeks. I can't wait two weeks to bring him in. So then we had to take him to the emergency vet and it cost so much fucking money that I might eat this donut just to feel something. I have spent well over 10 grand on my cat's in the last decade. I don't want to know how much over 10 grand. It's fucking ridiculous. But anyway, I was laughing at myself because this feels extra. I didn't know I was doing this show. So I do the show. I get my check. I'm selling merch after the show. I sell some stuff. But uh, the crowd's not leaving. I'm sort of like by the front door and they're in a the back room. I peek my head in there. There's still like 20, 30 people in there. So I know if I wait long enough, I'll probably squeeze another couple of t-shirt sales out of those 20, 30 people. But I'm also like, the show is already extra. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Business decisions like that are why I've worked my way to the middle and stayed there. I 
had to be kind of clean tonight, clean-ish. And, uh, man, I haven't done a lot of shows this year where I've had to be clean. I'm a filthy Vegas comic now. I'm not used to working clean. And uh, I definitely dusted off a couple of bits tonight where I'm like, I hope I remember how this ends. And then I remember, oh, yeah, all my jokes end in ta-da! It gets worse. It gets worse? I'm listening. What's going to happen? As you get older. Yeah. <laughs> you ever notice people older than you never have a good thing to say ever? <laughs> You're like, I'm sad. An old guy pops out from behind a building. I'm sadder! My leg hurts. Mine fell off! <laughs> By the way, that's not what your voice is like, sir. <laughs> but if there was a guy here older than you, he'd be like, You, you think that's bad? I sound like this now. Are you are you retiring? I heard that. Oh, I'm done retired. Oh, you you retired from being <laughs> retired. I did not know you could do that. That's actually impressive. What were you before? As a general dentist. You were a general dentist. Yeah. Well, not Only stay away from the specific. I got the good call. <laughs> general dentist. That makes sense. It's, is that? That uh, seems like a thing you might want to retire from early. About 10 years in, you're like, I can't do one more mouth. I swear to God, I can't. <laughs> one more of these people lies about flossing to me. I swear to you. You flossing every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, is that why there's a pool of blood in your mouth right now? Is that why? You lying son of a bitch. I'm retiring. I'm sick of the lies. bad I bleed for no reason <laughs> I did not uh, I did not podcast last week but I had a very good reason my apologies I had a very good reason to not record a podcast and that reason was I did not feel like it I actually don't feel like it right now really but what are you gonna do Everything's alright, you know, kind of going through some personal shit. What's going on? I said it's personal! Well, that makes it sound like it's erectile dysfunction. That's not my issue. I'm just, uh, you know, life shit. Head and heart shit. Nothing too serious. Don't want to freak anyone out. No, uh, no one's dying. Nothing like that. Just, uh, you know, struggling a bit in life. And uh, my therapist said that they thought the best thing I could do is to really encourage everyone to come see me March 25th in Olympia, Washington at the Washington Center. She said that would do a lot for my 
mental health. It's not true. I haven't even gone to therapy. I mean, I have in my life. I'm actually trying to go to therapy again. But it's a pain in the ass. You gotta, like, find someone who takes your insurance and all that shit. I was thinking about that, because it's not... I'm not, like, suicidal or anything. That's not my issues. Uh, But, like, what if I was? And you gotta, like, call 48 medical providers and wait for them to call you back, get a referral number. Like, man... Seems like we might want to expedite that process a little bit. Mental health red tape is uh, trouble. I just did the thing I hate, though, which is telling you guys I've been struggling a little bit and then not saying what it is. Looks like that Facebook move. I could use some thoughts and prayers. For what? Just, you know. <laughs> I'm not asking for thoughts and prayers. Um, I mean, I'm not rejecting them. You got a spare thought and or prayer? Sure. I mean, if you already asked for world, world peace or whatever, you can throw one my way. Also, for all of you who have, who have been praying for world peace, I have bad news. It ain't working. It's not going well. But sometimes God says no. Uh, I've been home for since Sunday, and today's Wednesday, and the, I'm, I'm home almost three weeks. That's nice, because uh, I'm sort of wrapping up maybe, maybe the most busy travel stretch of time I've ever had. Maybe that's not true, but it was certainly close. So that, uh, it's funny though, because I don't, like I didn't want a podcast, I was saying, just like I said, I've been struggling a little bit, I'm fine. Let me shove a donut down my feelings hole. Uh, but I don't, I don't know how you are when you go through some struggles in life. Uh, but I don't want to do anything. This podcast isn't me talking about my personal problems, so I don't have to go on here and talk about it. I can talk about other things, but I still I don't want to talk about anything. I don't like when I'm putting up my videos. I'm trying to I was putting up like four or five a week on all the social medias, and eh, I'm still putting them up. But even now, I'm just like, oh, who cares? What's the point? It's hard to keep the motivation. That's what I told my counselor, and she was like, have you tried fentanyl? I'm like, no, what's it do? But it's weird, because comedy is, like, uh, stand-up comedy is, like, zen enough that it's still, you know, before the show, because I've just been doing so many goddamn shows, that, like, before the show, I'm not like, oh, I can't wait, what a opportunity to perform stand-up comedy, this will be amazing, but... When you're up there, you know, you're in the moment. It's zen. Well, it's kind of zen. Unless you've been doing a joke for too long. Some of your older material, you know, it's not that zen because I'm like saying the joke, but I'm also like, oh, I got chicken strips last night, but they were kind of chewy. 
maybe I'll get the chicken Caesar salad tonight. But, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago I had shows in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Those were great, actually. Real uh, real great weekend in Tulsa. I mean, we had a show, first show Saturday was one of those shows that they're like pulling extra chairs out from back rooms and shit. It was so busy. So that's nice. Is it because of me? I don't know. I'm going to take it that way. I live somewhere. Marijuana is legal. Here, it's like, what, medicinally? Yeah. Legal? Well, first of all, uh, I'm so sorry to hear about all of your ailments. <laughs> very young crowd for so much glaucoma, but I believe through the power of Jesus Christ and cannabis. It's actually pretty good you guys have medicinal, because you just legalized vibrators like a year ago. Because you're making a lot of progress. Oklahoma's like, fuck you, Alabama. Uh, last weekend, I had a great weekend in Wichita. Well, I had a weekend in Wichita. It was fine. Uh, this has been a bit of a theme for me recently, but uh, second show Saturday, our last show. Uh, someone passed out. I, want, I, I got the light towards the end of the night, you know, as they, they gave us the light, wrap it up, you know. It's supposed to be a five-minute light. But then I noticed they were, like, aggressively flashing the light at me. And in my head, I'm like, we don't have another show. Let me go a few minutes over. Who gives a shit? And then afterwards, I realized it's because some guy passed out in the crowd. The EMTs were, like, on the way, and they didn't want that to happen while I was still on stage. Which, luckily, I got off right in time. And it was a... It was drugs. I'm pretty. It was. Uh, he has pupils super dilated. He was just totally out of it. Uh, I was talking to this uh, uh, cute pregnant woman, uh, and her uh, husband. I think was he cute? I don't know. I'm fucking hetero, bro. I don't see male beauty. That's not true. I see male beauty. Like, I see Brad Pitt. You ever watched, uh, 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 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Son of a bitch, Brad Pitt, he's, like, working on a roof. This asshole's in his 50s with no shirt on, and I'm just like, son of a bitch! It's the kind of beauty that makes you mad. You're like, look at this asshole those abs, he's still got that V that points to, I'm assuming, a gorgeous dick. I see that kind of beauty. I don't see Pete Davidson beauty. That makes me feel very heterosexual. When I'm like, he's hot? He looks like he should sell me the fentanyl. Pete Davidson's hot? But anyway, this uh, pregnant woman, she was sitting next to a guy who passed out. He just, like, slumped over head on her, and she had to, like, alert the staff that this dude was, like, totally out. I don't think he was dying or anything. I think he just, uh, I don't know what he did. 
drugs that make you pass out. It's a tough downtown, Wichita. It's a, well, first of all, it it's fine during the day, but man, that sun goes down. That downtown is fucking sketchy as fuck. But also, they uh, they put all these like steel statues of animals in the middle of the sidewalk, which just seems like a trouble waiting to happen. Appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate you guys dodging steel statues of small animals to get here tonight. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on out there, Wichita. <laughs> Got a couple of questions for your city planners. <laughs> They're like, Where, where's the area where people drink? We should put shit in the middle of the sidewalk. <laughs> Also, let them rent those fucking scooters. They can zip around. <laughs> They're like, what happened? Why, why, why are you in the hospital? Uh, I hit a rabbit in front of the bank. <laughs> Came out of fucking nowhere. When I was uh, at the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas. Hi, how you doing? I'm past at the Comedy Cellar. Kind of a big deal. Um, I was, should I say this guy's name? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I don't think he gives a shit. Akeem Woods. I was working with Akeem Woods. Was one of the comedians. He's from New York. Very funny. Uh, a gay gentleman. Why bring that up? Because it's pertinent to this story. He's black. You didn't see me bring that up. Oh, I, I just did. Shit. Like day two. We were in, uh, we were in, uh, the green room at the Comedy Center in Las Vegas, and, uh, I noticed he had two phones he was working with. Two cell phones. And I go, hey, Akeem Woods, full name, what's with the two phones? And he goes, oh. And then he points to one of me and he goes, this one's my gay phone. Meaning, like one, <laughs> he's got one like regular phone for business and phone calls and shit. And then he has one, it's like his hookup phone for like uh grinder and shit. And sending dick pics and stuff. Which I found to be quite hilarious. And then I also said, well, I said something like, well, Vegas must be like kind of a grinder hotspot, right? I mean, everyone's here on vacation. And and he goes, yeah, it kind of, he's like, I'm actually not feeling that good this week, though. I'm a little under the weather. I mean, I hooked up with one guy yesterday, but I've been keeping it pretty low key. That made me, I mean, that's just, there's no one better in the world than gay men. They're just the finest we can do as a species. Uh, because they are men. And men without women get to be men. And men are gross. And they're disgusting. And they would fuck multiple people every day. <laughs> without the confines of polite society. I'm not, obviously there's gay men in committed relationships. But like, if you're in the hookup type, look... If I was single and I went to Vegas 
and I hooked up with one woman in seven days, I'd be like, maybe the greatest trip of my life. Akeem is like, I'm not feeling that great, but I did fuck one guy yesterday. God damn. Although I will say, you know, I'm older than Akeem. And uh, that part, it does seem kind of exhausting to like, have to have a gay phone. Or if I had a, I guess I have a straight phone. You know what, I think, uh, I think my phone is asexual. I mean, what I search on it isn't, but the phone itself is asexual. But like, you know, the, the details you have to go through to like, hook up with multiple people all the time and keep them straight and go, like, you know, I know me, if I'd had sex with a couple of women, this, I can't even think of my life if this was true. If, I, if it was like Thursday and I'd hooked up with three women already that week, and then I do my second comedy show that night, and I'm supposed to meet up with a fourth, I would be messaging that fourth going, yeah, I'm not feeling it, sorry. I had something came up. I gotta go watch Hulu and get my dick the night off. I go back to the Comedy Cellar in Vegas uh, first week in April and for a couple of days uh, my wife and two daughters are coming so that should be fun slash exhausting I mean they're not going to get employee dining cards for the Rio so I actually have to buy all their food (laughs) and you can't go to employee dining and take anything out which is too bad because I I'm not above it. I'd line a bag with plastic and just fill that son of a bitch up with meatballs. Here you go, kids. If it's, if it's good enough for the staff of the Rio, it's good enough for you. No, I didn't get any utensils. Just get on in there. friend Akeem's coming over later, kids. He's tired. He needs to rest here. I'm in Seattle this weekend, if you're listening to this, the weekend it's uploading. March 16 to 18th. I'm in Seattle. Which, uh, it's great to be doing local stuff, but it's also, it's actually more tiring. I don't have to get up at 2.30 in the morning and take a flight anywhere, but like, you know, when I get home at 2 in the morning on Friday, but then I have to get up Saturday for like kid shit, that's an exhausting weekend and Sunday, but that's okay. I got a comment recently. uh, I try not to read the comments, you know, but sometimes you just see them. comment was, uh, you know, I'm in my car, I'm paraphrasing, but maybe not, I might remember it, because it kind of burned into my brain. Uh, it was like, 
was a comment on one of my Instagram posts about my schedule. It was like a my monthly schedule, I think. And the comment from Lisa something was, uh, You're gone a lot, but you don't make rock star money. I hope you at least make more money than someone who gets to see their daughters every night. Jesus Christ. Was that really necessary as a comment? Good Lord, do you comment that on like truckers' Instagrams or people in the military or am I comparing myself to the military because I'm out there protecting our freedoms allegedly? Yeah, I am. I'm a hero of a different kind. You could comment, you could comment that on people who work nights. You don't get to see your daughters every night. Restaurant managers, bartenders. Fuck you, Lisa, you asshole. I don't need your shit. You don't think I have enough guilt in my life trying to balance this shit? Well, you're not out there making rock star money. <laughs> First of all, you don't know what I make, Lisa. I make what a very, 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 very poor rock star makes. So I don't need your fucking attitude. Also, it's only worth working hard if you make a lot of money. Is that the rule? I literally travel the world bringing joy to people. These are the comments I get. Hope you make enough more. Hope you make more money than people who get to see their daughters every night. Fucking A. Also, just so you know, Lisa, my, body, my daughters don't give a shit when I'm gone. My wife does. stuff to my daughters like okay I'm not I'll I leave early in the morning I'll see you guys Sunday and they go okay it's like I told them my favorite color is orange have a good night they don't give a shit all I do is spread joy you know if the aliens come down and they say what do you do what's your profession chubby bearded man with long hair what's your profession and I would say, oh, me? I travel the world bringing joy and mirth to the people. And then the aliens would be like, what's mirth? And I'd be like, I'm not exactly sure. It's not? Is that what the wise men brought baby Jesus, frankincense, and mirth? No, but it does sound like a hilarious Christmas parody movie. Uh... But I feel like if I told the aliens I traveled the world bringing joy and laughter to people, they would be like, you must be one of the most revered citizens of Earth. The most respected. And then I would be like, not to this cunt Lisa. 
rock star money if it's like one of those bands where there's no original members left yeah the only guy left is the second bass player I think the last surviving member of Leonard Skinner died and they're still touring making rock star money as far as I know do they get to see their daughters every night I don't know their daughters are probably 38 it's a different problem I mean the presumption of people oh it's a busy schedule this comedian has I don't really know I should leave a comment that haunts him for the rest of his life messages uh, about the podcast and I appreciate that Um, I remain a little perplexed why people ever like this Uh, I don't say that about other things I do like if you read my books and you go that was a good book I'm like yeah I kind of agree with you or you like my comedy I go I kind of agree with you the podcast I'm like really the thing in my car where I ramble like a lunatic huh got a couple nice comments I appreciate that uh, but I had a couple people ask me what I thought of the Chris Rock special and what I think about the Chris Rock special is I tape a special in July and it's gonna be so fucking good you guys it's gonna be a banger as the kids say can I say something you're not supposed to say This isn't going in a racial direction. I sensed your nervousness. I'm going to say something. I can't believe how good at comedy I've gotten. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people better. There's not. That's not true. There's some people better. I I will provide a list if you ask. No, I won't. That sounds like homework. This isn't me saying I'm like amazing at comedy. I just mean from when I started and I would see other people I thought were amazing and I would, I'm just saying me two years into comedy if I saw me now I'd be like holy shit we got really good you're not supposed to admit that you're not supposed to look I have plenty of things I don't like about my comedy I have plenty of criticisms I can make of myself But I also got to go, hey, 22 years in, you know what? If I'm going to record a special, it's going to be pretty goddamn good. So that's my opinion of the Chris Rock special. I saw it. I saw it. It was fine. I don't know what you want from me. I don't. It really seems like fame isn't worth it. this is comedian's fault because uh, we're supposed to like 
there's a lot of talk of comedians being like prophets almost or like you know all that speaking truth to power and talking about society and how important our role is and sure that's all fun but then a comedy special comes out and everyone's like what does it mean what does it mean it doesn't mean anything When you're famous enough, like Chris Rock, that you do a joke about Prince Harry and, oh shit, what's her name? His wife? I can't remember her name, and I'm not Googling because it's not safe. But my point is... When, when he does a joke about her and people are like, how dare he make jokes about black women? I'm like, what? what? That's the rules? Chris Rock? Isn't allowed to make jokes about black women? Or when he talks about Will Smith hitting him. And then part of the reaction, I know it was Twitter, and Twitter's not real. At least that's what I tell myself when my videos get 38 views. But, you know, it's, maybe it's not real outrage, but it's like, I saw a bunch of shit that was like, why is he still talking about the Will Smith thing? It was a year ago. A year ago? One of the most famous people in the world, during a live Oscars broadcast, jumped on stage and smacked the shit out of him. was the whole anticipation of the special. What's he going to say? And then people are like, let it go. Let it go? So I just, I, I thought it was meh. It was fine. Chris Rock doesn't need my approval. Some of it made me laugh. Some of it, I was like, eh, okay. Chris Rock is a comedian who uh, has like his perspective has sort of changed the world a little bit. I think I think myself, especially like his early specials, I think uh, I learned more about the black American experience as a white man from Chris Rock. I think he is sometimes important. His comedy is important. But man, if you live long enough... <laughs> all the shit you said that was important 25 years ago... <coughs> ain't so important anymore. So that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to see the public. Don't get me wrong. Chris Rock sells out everywhere he goes. He's a massive comedian. I think he's one of the best of all time. But to just be like... A lot of people openly talking shit about Chris Rock. This special sucks. He's dumb. I'm on Will Smith's side. I'm like, wow. I know he's making rock star money and he gets to see his daughters every night. 
the price for like massive fame is just people think you suck and then enough people think you don't you still get to be famous I do think comedy is important I don't Well, I think comedy is important. I think what you're saying isn't that important. I think the role, making a room full of people laugh really hard, is important. It's you know, none of the other animals laugh. It's a uniquely human thing. It's important. It's therapeutic. It makes you feel good. think what you're saying is that important. It can be. There's a lot of great comedians who have like a lot of important shit to say or, you know, have points they want to make or talk about being depressed or whatever. That's all fine. I'm not hating on any of it. But I guess I'm kind of going for it. Like when people watch me, I don't want them to think anything. I want to be so funny their brain turns off. And then you're just actually reacting to my words and rhythm of those words. I mean, I think it's smart. I think my comedy's smart, but it's smart about dumb stuff, you know? me do an hour of comedy and go, man, that really made me think. Really changed my perspective on a lot of things that Gabriel Rutledge showed. Like, I used to think life was worth living and now I don't. Thanks, Gabriel Rutledge. the problems with stand-up comedy is you get to be famous for a really long time. And it's a... It's a... And in music, you get to be famous for a long time. But, like, if Bruce Springsteen puts out a new album, no one cares. I mean, I'm sure he has put out new albums. No one cares. No one goes... If it's awful, no one goes, man, Bruce Springsteen has fucking lost it. his old stuff where it was like I was born in a small town factory closed down I don't like his new stuff where he's like we were living in a small town factory closed down glory days music you can get away with that as evidenced by Leonard Skinner with no original members still playing to a sold-out room somewhere in a casino tonight. I like the band Weezer. I would say 15% of their songs are good. But my point is, comedy, you don't get to coast on the hits. Like Weezer or Bruce Springsteen. 
Chris Rock doesn't get to go on stage and do the equivalent of uh, dancing in the dark. Like Bruce does. So Chris Rock puts out a special that, again, I thought it was fine. I didn't, it wasn't like, oh my God, but I'm like, it's fine. And people go, this guy sucks now. And I'm like, it's his 12th special. And he's insanely rich and famous. That also makes it hard. It's very unrelatable. I mean, some of his jokes I like the best on the special are about his daughter who went to uh, some fancy private school. But even that is like, don't you hate it when you <laughs> send your celebrity daughter to a really expensive private school? I don't know, Chris. I think it's hard to be relatable. Anyway, my mother-in-law tells people Chris Rock and I know each other pretty well, so... Maybe I'll tell her I called Chris and said I like the special. I called up Chrissy, and I said, you know what? I mean, I know we're friends, but I gotta tell you, Chris, uh, I don't think you should be making fun of black women. All right, we're calling that a podcast. Uh, Tip your weight staff, hug your loved ones, 